Let's talk about fair value, overrated value, underrated value as it relates to breaking down a player heading into 2021. Example, and we'll talk about him on the other side of the intro, but Justin Jefferson probably getting drafted right now in early mock drafts based on my guesstimation and all the drafts that I've done already on smitty1.com, my YouTube channel. He's going 18 to 22 overall on the on the consistent, on the on the regular. 18 to 24, let's call it. And so you ask the question of a breakout, right? When does that player flip into a a potential risk because of of the increased ADP? When does that player break even and still deem worthy of taking at that draft slot, that ADP value? And when does the player cross over and flip into into the area, into the zone of no go? Don't draft this player. He is, you know, climbed too high or draft this player. He's fallen way too low or is not climbing in ADP. Um, I'll give Russell Wilson as an example on the flip side of the intro. So let's break down even uh, fair market value, overvalued, undervalued, and how you need to attack this kind of thinking. The three levels here involved in analysis, how you need to take that into almost every player you're analyzing and preparing to draft in 2021. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty. Again, it's pretty easy. There's three tiers involved. It's undervalued, overvalued, and and evenly or fairly valued. And fairly valued players should still be considered at their current ADP if they're valued properly. You know, they're not going to exactly win you a league from that draft slot, but they're certainly not going to lose you a league. They're very good picks at that value. A good example of a fair, a fairly slotted um, player would be like a Jonathan Taylor at number 11 overall or 10 overall. At 5, he's extremely maybe overvalued. Um, still could deliver there, but a lot more risk is injected into that value than, let's say, drafting Jonathan Taylor at number 10 or 11 or 12. That's undervalued. Seven's probably about fairly valued, a good spot for Jonathan Taylor, a very comfortable spot. Um, another example, again, Justin Jefferson, who I spoke of earlier uh, before the intro. Justin Jefferson, to me, is going to be potentially top 10 overall worthy in 2021, which means that even at his current like 18 to 22 state, which has climbed tremendously, he still could blow that away on draft day or, or some total end of season. He could be way, way more valuable than 18 to 22, 18 to 24 overall. Then Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin was a seventh round pick heading into 2019. Uh, seventh and eighth round pick. I did a bunch of videos. Here's your sleeper of 2020, or sorry, of 2019, um, heading into June. I'm sorry, January, February, March. Arians comes out in 2019 and says, "Hey, guess what? You know this guy, Chris Godwin, that's going to break out that everybody kind of likes, but he's still a seventh rounder, right? He's going to catch 100 passes in 20 or 2019. I keep saying 2020." And what happens then? His value skyrockets into the fourth round 
you you could not get Godwin in the fifth round or later ever again from that point on from when Bruce Arians opened up his mouth and said this guy will catch 100 balls he's so good he went into the fourth round what did people do at that point they got cautious they said well I already missed the climb I missed the value just like if you're going to invest in let's say a stock that is kind of unknown and it goes from two dollars a share to eight and you think to yourself I'm not getting in it now I liked it but I missed out on that climb it can't keep going up and then it goes to twenty five dollars and thirty dollars and then a hundred dollars and then your reservation thinking just because of a huge increase in value just because the value more than doubled or tripled that it can't continue to double and triple you have to look at that and, and ask yourself, does this player still have a ton of upside? Chris Godwin at fourth round value still had a ton of upside. He still had win a league potential after he essentially doubled his value from like the seventh and eighth round into the fourth round and people backed off and Chris Godwin produced like a top 12 overall player. I think that's what we're looking at with Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson will also be a top 10 to 12 overall player in 20. 21, and I think people worried about taking him at 18 are going to be uh, mistaken and, and very upset at themselves later. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's talk about more names, and I'm on sleeperu.com. Sleeper, the letter U, like a university, dot com, sleeperu. And looking at my top 200 rankings and, and the ADP rankings that I'm updating, if we look at all the players that are in the top like 20, 25, and, and let's identify some undervalued, overvalued, and, and even-valued guys. So in the case of like Adams, fairly valued. You're not going to exactly win your league from by taking him number four or five overall or six, but that's fair. He can definitely help solidify the points you need on a weekly basis, and you land a couple of your other sleepers, and then boom, you're you're in the top three of your league. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. Same thing with... Now, Elliot. Elliot is starting to fall into like 7 to 10. If Elliot falls to like 9, 10, 11, you're looking at a flip in, in that value that I was talking about where he's fairly valued and turns into undervalued. It's very, very close to that. Uh, I think Derrick Henry at 4 or 5 overall is overvalued given his 2,000-yard season, which... I talk about over and over on all different platforms, so you can definitely check out my video on Derrick Henry that I recently made on YouTube at smitty1.com. Go watch that, where I talk about how no running back has ever rebounded uh, or produced even close to the same numbers the second or the season coming off of his 2,000-yard season, and a lot of them fall off the face of the earth. Their touchdowns dip. Everything declines. Henry's not worth a four or five overall pick, especially in PPR, uh, but even in in non-PPR, I'm worried about him getting hurt. He had 303 carries in 2019. He had almost 400 total if you include the playoffs in 2020. That that alone, even if you take that 2,000-yard curse out of the equation, that alone, the carries are worrying me. And this guy takes a bunch of, not all of his his uh, uh, 
hits and and does all of his damage between the tackles where it's the most likely to get you hurt. And then guys going at his legs, who wants to tackle a guy that tall? He's getting hit at the legs probably more than any running back. People need to take a shot down low because they're not tackling this dude from the waist up. I'm going, I'm staying away from him. Ridley, probably fairly valued at 10 to 14 overall. Jefferson, again, I think, I think he's kind of undervalued still. If he creeps up to number 12 or 13 overall, he could be closer to the fair value point. But I think at 13 overall, he's not in even close to touching that overvalued range. He's in the fair, right smack in the middle of the fair valued territory. Um, I think Nick, Nick Chubb's a little bit of a worry at 7 or 8. I'm not going to lie. I worry about injury with him. He's also still sharing time. James Robinson is getting taken around 11 to 15 overall. I really like that value. Um, I think it's fair valued, though. I don't think he's undervalued there. I think that's fair. If he climbed to 8, 6, 5, you know, that would be crazy high, and the risk would be extreme. C.D. Lamb's probably my favorite player in this conversation because he's oftentimes in the fourth in a very novice league. With no sharks whatsoever, fifth round, but probably early fourth, 4.01 is probably the the latest you want to let him fall. He's going to go high. And much like Godwin, C.D. Lamb has the ability to be a top 20 overall player. So when you take him in the fourth round, you're actually taking him in a very undervalued territory. I love C.D. Lamb in 2021, and I'm going to be scooping up shares left and right. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is undervalued in the fourth round. If he climbs into the high third or even late second, then he's going to probably be already crossing that fair value territory and slightly in the overvalued sense because there's that usage problem we don't know is going to be resolved. It's not talent, but we don't know for certain that he's going to be used properly. Antonio Gibson, I love. I've seen him fall to the late third round sometimes if you're lucky early fourth, but even let's call let's call it late third. That's still undervalued to me. And and Russell Wilson, by default, looking at the rankings, listen to the quarterbacks available. This is your Aaron Rodgers for 2021. Everyone asked me who the breakout quarterback in 2020 was going to be last year. And you guys all know I've been on Josh Allen as that breakout for for the longest time. 2018, I called him a top four overall quarterback in fantasy football. I said, get him now. That was in 2018, not 2019, not 2020, 2018. But last year, everybody asked me, who else? Give us a name. And I'll be honest, I didn't say Herbert. Um, He would have been a great pick there. I said Aaron Rodgers. And everyone's like, wait a minute. He's a big name player. He's also washed up. No, he's not. Everybody... Let him fall to the ninth or 10th round. It was a weird year where the value quarterback was actually one of the oldest quarterbacks, and Brady as well. Brady and Rodgers. Scoop them up left and right. Take them back to back. Take them in 10 and 11. Rounds 10 and 11. Take them at 9 and 11. And I advised thousands of people to do that, and they cleaned up in their league. This year's no different. Russell Wilson. You got Mahomes. You got Josh Allen. You got Kyler, Herbert, Watson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Lamar Jackson. By default, you're going to often see Russell Wilson ranked as the eighth quarterback in fantasy football. The eighth quarterback. And I know he can be inconsistent and fall off or start off slow and then finish strong or finish 
uh, uh, you know, reverse of that. I don't care. Eighth to ninth quarterback taken, you're talking about eight to nine round territory or later, depending on how your league rolls. That is a screaming bargain that that packages in any risk that's there. It packages in all the risk. It's baked in. Don't worry about it. You want to go late QB shopping? Go get Russell Wilson. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty. 